Welcome to the Third Eye Wellness Podcast. My name is Mia Carrillo, a holistic nutritionist and energy worker based in San Diego, California. I'm sharing all my best tips and strategies for those wanting to connect deeper to their body and soul. Each week, you'll hear musings from me and guest experts in their field, as well as actionable tips and strategies that you can implement in your daily life now so you can live a more conscious lifestyle. Thanks so much for spending time with me today. Now let's dive right into today's episode. Hi, welcome to the latest episode of the Third Eye Wellness Podcast. This is Mia. Of course it is. And I am starting the episode out feeling really alive and centered. I've been using more of that magic mind, guys. (laughs) It's insane. So I told you about how nootropics basically are like supercharging and helping your brain be focused. And I'm not one to give into the hype of supplements like being the catalyst for everything changing in your life. But when it comes to me making these episodes, I just feel like I am laser focused and I say what I mean and I'm very intentional with my language instead of being super jumbled. So for all my content creators out there, aka business owners, because I feel like that's basically what a business owner has come to be with marketing, This is definitely something to look into. I still have that code available for you, and it's in the link in my show notes. And you get a pretty nice discount, 25% off, guys. And they're still doing their little challenge uh, for 14 days um, here in October. And maybe you missed out with the challenge on their social media, but you can still do it for your own benefit. I mean... Who doesn't want to be more clear in their communication? Definitely a throat chakra opener if you ask me. So I am just going to flow with today's episode. I kind of came in here with the intention of this being an episode where I let my intuition guide it instead of planning out all my notes and making sure I stay clear and concise and making this more of a conversation because I've been talking a lot about being in the darkness or the shadow side of things. And I feel like this episode has turned into, or the show has turned into a shadow work podcast. But really, like, is not health and a healing journey shadow work? And if there's no shadow work involved, are we even doing it right? And so I'm going to expand on a conversation that I started in my stories last week because I just have a lot to say about this particular topic where we need to integrate the shadow side of the thing we are calling in or desiring in order to effectively manifest something. I feel like when we go on social media or read a lot of trendy books, they don't talk about the kind of underbelly of manifesting You can't just write on a piece of paper, I want this thing like a million dollars or a partnership. And you found that in the past, that thing has been particularly hard to create in your life, i.e. you have a history of sabotaging yourself on your health journey and you find that you are pretty inconsistent. Even though you have these amazing, beautiful goals laid out for you, you make them fit 
like your lifestyle and you try to go slow with it, but yet you still like kick yourself in the ass because you maybe go too fast or you diet or some limiting belief gets in the way. Another example is when you have great intentions going out into the dating world, but somehow you always attract these guys that are emotionally unavailable and or just playing all these games, what we call on social media, fuck boys, and you land yourself in all these situationships and you're like, what the hell is going on? Like, this is not what I wrote on my manifestation list, or this is not what I did in that workshop that I tried to manifest love or my health. Like, why is it not working? Because this is where the shadow side needs to come in. And this is where I feel like a lot of inner work is like tried, is like encouraged in ways to bypass it with phrases like good vibes only or no bad vibes when really there are no such thing as good or bad vibes. They're just vibrations and they are on a spectrum. For the life of me, I cannot remember the name of, uh, it's like a frequency scale, um, that I've posted a lot on social media. I think it's just called the emotional frequency scale for, yeah, emotional frequency scale. You can Google that. Where it kind of just shows like the spiral of like the highest being like love and enlightenment and pure like joy and the lowest being like evil or uh, fear. And so if you just like looked at that like a spectrum of color, and you kind of untangled it, and so it's just this horizontal line, anything that you're calling in has an opposite. So let's take in the energy of freedom. Oftentimes, when people are trying to attract health, we could say that that involves freedom in your body. And the other side of that, the opposite, we could say is feeling trapped in your body or a hatred towards your body. And so whatever the opposite of freedom is for you, maybe that's what you feel in your body right now. I know when I was struggling with my health, like at the peak time of that, like say when I was 13 and I was 85 pounds heavier, I for sure felt trapped or stuck in my body. Like no matter what I did, it did not matter. I could diet myself there, but then I would bounce back and gain the weight back. So it was like the yo-yo dieting. Like I hit this limit and then my body would shoot me straight back into that emotion of trapped. Did I know anything about emotional healing, energetic healing, healing from within when I was 13 in 2004? Absolutely not. So let me help you save 10 years of your life and near decade that I spent yo-yo dying, yo-yo dieting and feeling trapped by sharing this thing for you. And if you can alchemize and integrate, I like that word better, integrate the shadow of something and understand what it is, then you will have, I don't want to say easier because it's not about making things easier. You will suffer less. Let's put it that way. You will suffer less and you won't suffer unnecessarily. Sometimes we need to be faced with our shit to understand where we're going, okay? So looking again, we're going to use visuals. So imagine this horizontal line 
and one end of it being trapped, the other end of it being freedom. And you want to feel freedom in your body. You want to have food freedom. You want to feel freedom to go into your closet and choose whatever fucking outfit you decide to wear without having to worry like how your belly looks or how ugly you think you look in your reflection with that mirror, um, with that outfit. You want freedom to go into your favorite store and not have to like obsess over the sizing and just grab whatever you want because you know you're a true size 10, you're a true size 8, whatever it is, true size 12 because you know and feel that good in your body and you don't feel like you have to like stress over the sizing. Oh, is this going to fit? Whatever that freedom means for you. And I'm just giving examples here. That does not mean like, You have to be those sizes or those things have to be present for you in order for you to feel healthy. Okay, so those are some of the things I desired. And if you call that in and you say, I want to manifest that. I want to know what it, I want to experience what it's like to walk into my closet, pick whatever I want. I want to be able to feel confident going into the grocery store, not feeling like I'm overwhelmed or stuck that I have to just eat plain vegetables, rice, and chicken every single day. I want to have the freedom to eat what I want and be in balance. Whatever that image of freedom takes you. And then say like two weeks later, a month later, you've set that intention and you find yourself going in the opposite direction where you're like, okay, I set these intentions and maybe the first week or two I felt those things and I was getting the hang of it, but now I'm back at square one and might I even add that you feel like it's amplified. Like you feel like you're in a deeper, darker hole than what you were in when you began this journey. Congratulations. That is exactly where you need to be. So say the left side is the freedom and the right side is the trapped on the spectrum. And so the pendulum swung all the way to the other side. And this is where the shadow work happens, where you get to see where light is intercepted, where you are blocking yourself from feeling freedom. Maybe it's where you feel trapped in your time. Maybe it's where you feel trapped in a relationship. Maybe it's where you feel trapped in your job or obligations in life because you've created this belief that I have to do this in order to be healthy. I have to do this in order to be loved. And so now you're kind of like faced with all these things and you're like probably thinking, what the hell did I do wrong? Why is everyone else figuring this out except for me? I feel like I suck at manifesting. I feel like I suck at being healthy. Everybody can do this right except me. And then that elicits what? More shame, more guilt, more feeling bad about yourself, and then you think again, oh my God, like, why can't I just get rid of these feelings? I just want to feel free. When really, it's you're being shown, hey, you know that shame you feel that's kind of sneaky and comes in time to time and it kind of absolutely steals away from your joy in your life? And you know that guilt you feel when you eat and enjoy food that maybe the more balanced version of you would just simply enjoy And you know that like feeling of like unworthiness or lack and that you have to compare yourself. Well, this is showing you (laughs) 
exactly what's blocking you from that freedom that's on the other end of the spectrum. And if you don't see it for what it is as like, hey, like pimples coming up to a surface or things bobbing up to the surface of water, use whatever visual representation you want. If you don't see it that way, it's really, really, really easy to get stuck there. And it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy of the ego of, see, look, I told you we suck. I told you we're stuck. I told you this is just how our life is because you're really safe being there. You know what it feels like to be trapped or feel stuck because say you've lived most of your life feeling that way and so you've developed all these coping mechanisms, maybe all of these ways in which kind of just like tended to that side of you to get you through. And maybe at one point they served you They helped you get from point A to point B and they were kind of like shoving things under the rug and making a speed bump in your tactics. But now as you call in this version of you that feels freedom, that feels truly free in his or her mind, body, and spirit, those tactics, those emotions don't run the show any longer. And it's not that we want to fling them away, shoo them away. They're bad vibes, as the spiritual community likes to say. It's that we need to honor and acknowledge and accept that they are there. And these very things cannot coexist with true freedom. And so the more we have acceptance of these experiences of like, ah, you know, I asked to feel freedom and now I'm being showed the ways in which I don't feel free. I have a clearer path in getting to freedom. Does that make sense? Instead of, I suck, I'm stuck, this is never going to change, might as well give up, this is where we always end up. It's like going to that other end, the pendulum swings and you get to do the work. That's where the work occurs. And it's, There's no like right or wrong way to do this work. It's maybe just first noticing. Maybe I think a lot of healing is like repeating our patterns where we're like, oh, like knowing the inside outs of them rather than, oh, I've become aware of this and I need to change it right now. (laughs) Not how that works. I think a bulk of the healing is like, oh, I do it that way. Oh, when that person says that, I get really angry. Oh, that really triggers the ways in which I feel lack in my body. Oh, and you keep going over and over and then till one day you're like, can I, can I hold this feeling of the discomfort I feel that of shame or the discomfort or anger that I feel in my body? Can I hold that 1% more? How might that look and feel for me in this situation when I face it again, whatever it is? And that's where you can start the journey of where can I increase my tolerance? Because This freedom that you're calling in is at this point right now in your journey, say you are actually feeling stuck, the ways in which you are experiencing the stuckness, the shame, the guilt, the whatever it is that's blocking you from your freedom, as uncomfortable as that is to face, might you consider that that's also just as uncomfortable for you to feel free? Because that maybe would require you being more seen. 
Maybe you feeling more free means you having whole whole set of new, I don't know, healthy lifestyle shifts that you don't have that require your devotion and your discipline and your commitment to self. And might that feel just as uncomfortable as those feelings that make you feel stuck or trapped? I would beg and argue to say yes. The answer is yes. And so if you can withstand that discomfort, you are increasing your capacity for the discomfort that is required for you to upgrade. And when we try to find the easy way out, much like we do in health, like the diet industry has made this a $77 billion industry because we try to not do this type of work because it's so painful. You didn't develop these poor eating habits or these emotional eating tactics because, hey, let's do this. This is so fun. It's how you survived. It's how you lessened the blow of the pain you felt as a child. The weight that you carry might be the way in which you hide and protect yourself. And because you have this desire for freedom, for something more than what you are currently experiencing, you want to shift in how you exist in this physical world, is a true testament that you are ready to heal it, but your ego is a little scared. Maybe the younger version of you is a little scared. And that is okay. You can simultaneously work on creating that shift and be scared doing it because it's unknown, uncharted territory. And maybe you've never seen this exemplified and people in your family or people in your community and you're doing something completely new and different. (laughs) That I think is like the bulk of like who I work with, the cycle breakers. There's no one to look after. There's no one to model. Maybe it's your favorite author, your favorite podcaster, you're a coach that you've hired. But the fact that you desire it means that it is possible. And so it also means you're ready to heal what's underneath that. And when we try to do these quick fixes, these two-week detoxes or surgeries or pills or things that we're so accustomed to, like dieting, like just to get rid of the weight, We try to bypass the work, and that's why diets don't work. That's why these quick fixes, sure, maybe they produce some of the weight loss, but are you actually sitting with what the weight or that unhealthy relationship with food represents? No, you don't get a chance to do that because you can't do that in two weeks. You barely begin to scratch the surface in two weeks. So to actually shift the pattern, weight loss is a byproduct of a deeper healing. You healing your relationship to food is you healing your relationship to what blocks you from joy and pleasure and whatever else your unhealthy relationship or coping mechanism represents. So you have to sit with these darker, heavier energies, but you can't get stuck there. And so this discomfort is preparing you for that energetic upgrade, as I mentioned. And I think this is something that just needs to be shouted from the rooftops. (laughs) 
True freedom is not going to come from those quick fixes and those quick hits of, oh, I feel better. You have to sit with it. <laughs> I, I want to share a story about this because I think it becomes more relatable when I share a story, like when it's instead of me just talking about it in theory. Something I've talked a lot about um, on social media, specifically Instagram stories, because that's where I hang out a lot of the time, is a lot of uh, healing work I've been doing with my anger. Now, I some people perceive me as this really soft, loving, maternal person, and I have that side to me, but there's also a very fiery, uh, can come off as like, manipulating and spiteful. Um, and it comes from fear of loss of control. <laughs> uh, we all have it. But this was a wound that like, I felt was starting to affect my groundedness in really difficult conversations, specifically conversations that I was having with my in-laws. And so a couple of months ago in the peak of the summer, I think it, there was some freaking crazy full moon, I had a reactive response to a conversation I was having and I got really triggered. And that is where I'm like, okay, this is where I got to do the work. I kind of walked out of the conversation feeling initially regretful, like, man, I wish I wouldn't have done that. But then I walked away thinking, you know what? Actually, I'm really glad that I blew up in that way and I showed myself where the gaps are in this person that I'm trying to become, because this version of me that I'm trying to become, she's a lot more grounded and she doesn't use temper tantrums to gain people's attention and try to control the situation. She doesn't use anger as a controlling mechanism. She uses her words intentionally and she stands in her ground and she's aligned in her energy when she's having these uncomfortable conversations. So I was shown very clearly where the gaps existed in me. And when I came home from that conversation, I was presented with many, many opportunities to show where my like resistance, where my tolerance, kind of like my boundary to discomfort was. I had things go crazy in my business with like clients and contracts and little detail things where I just like saw like kind of like mm, 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 like a cartoon like the level of like my temperature rising and then boom me sitting and like I'm so angry and I tried to exercise it away I tried to go in the sauna I hypnotized myself I did all the tools that I have in my toolbox nothing worked. It would be like a temporary relief of the pain. I'd meditate with it. And then it hit me. The one thing I need to do is just sit with it. And oh, how unsexy, unglamorous for the the healing quote-unquote industry. <laughs> you can't make money off that, can you? <laughs> Take that capitalism. I'm just going to sit with my feelings. I'm not going to take a pill for it. I'm not going to buy a certification for it. I'm not going to pay a healer to tell me what I need to do. I'm just going to sit with it. And what I mean by sit with it is that I felt the intensity of that anger in my body. 
oh, it felt like fire. And I traced it up and down. It felt very much like a kundalini experience. And I thought to myself, what's the opposite of anger? And I'm like, just true, raw empowerment, raw power. And I thought, well, what great practice, because if this is if I really think about the empowered version of me, like really this woman owns her shit and she knows herself inside and out and she feels confident being seen and this light, this power, that does scare me a little. (laughs) And so I sat with this anger and then I realized more things came up that triggered more anger, more frustration, and more and more my patience expanded My tolerance has expanded. And do I think that like I'm the most raw, empowered version of me yet? Maybe. But is there more? Of course. And so it's like I'm in the middle of that. But like I have these really stretchy pants on. And do I need to stretch them out all the time to know my true potential and capability of my power? No. But I know that those pants can be really, really stretchy. And most importantly, when I'm in those real life moments where maybe someone says something that triggers me, I know that that is available for me as a resource because I've sat with it with myself in a very safe container that I know what I'm capable of. But if I never or you never draw awareness to those uncomfortable emotions and then you are just flung out into the the real world, air quotes there, and you've had no practice of this, of course you're going to flounder. <laughs> That's what we call a practice, a practice. So this all comes as part of me saying, I want to feel more love, more joy, more power in my body, in my spirit, in my mind. I'm not able to feel that truly if I wasn't able to discover all the ways in which I blocked that for myself. And my big reactive emotional responses are just one of them. Another thing for me too is how I self-sabotage. And so instead of getting trapped like I had in the past, I'm like, wow, thanks universe. Thanks higher self for showing me these things, these gaps in my existence because it, it it's, It's what's going to move the needle as far as your healing journey is concerned. And this could be applied to a journey with health, a journey with your relationships, a journey with whatever it is that you are trying to, quote unquote, manifest. And this also goes hand in hand with when we aren't paying attention to things that are emotionally, they will manifest somatization is what it's called, manifests physically into our bodies, but it doesn't have to go that route. And I have previous episodes talking about that. So I just wanted to put this little mini soda out there and put this little kind of like gem of knowledge that I've experienced and have worked with the last couple of months because this would be something that would trip me up and really just put a hit to my confidence when things weren't going my way. I realized it was really working all for me, but if I got wrapped up in the feelings and identified so much with them, then I stayed in that shadowy suffering side. 
and all, both sides are necessary, the, the light and the dark. And so when you start to kind of loosen the resistance, then that heavier, darker, suffering energy, whatever it is, you start to swing and neutralize the energy where there's no attachment to one side. It kind of hangs in the middle. And if you, again, take that pendulum, if I swing 75% to the left, well, I'm only able to swing 75% to the right. If you know what I'm talking about, those little energetic balls, I think they're called like kinetic or Einstein. If you've ever watched like anything that's called um, like with quantum physics, like entrainment, it's like if it swings all the way to the left, then it's going to swing all the way to the right. If you only allow yourself to feel 50% of the, the heavy, dark things in your life, then you're only ever going to feel the lighter side at 50% capacity. And so if you're asking, I want to claim more love, more freedom, say to 90% of its capacity at this time in my life, or 100%, well, you have to go to the other side and feel the other nine like what it feels like the trapped energy the stuck energy the opposite of said thing you're you call you're calling in and desiring because you can't just choose oh i feel 10 percent uh the last uh 10 percent uh anger and 90 percent joy <laughs> that's not how energy works a really good like follow-up to this is listening to one of Brene's most popular um TED Talks, Brene Brown, The Power of Vulnerability. She says something to the effect of that in there. Maybe not so much in quantum physics or energy language, but she talks about how you can't just say, hey, I want to feel the good stuff and not the bad. And again, let's take those labels off. I don't want to feel the darkness. I, I just want to feel the light. It unfortunately doesn't work that way. And if it was, if it were supposed to, we wouldn't be in a duality-based world. So I hope this mini-sode gave you some things to think about and ponder how might the things that you're annoyed by, frustrated by, or angry with, or just like, I want to be done with this. How might that be working out for the betterment of you? And if you have any questions, as always, you can find me on IG. I always link it in my show notes here at eclectic.wellness. I have also linked the magic mind code and the link to get 25% off if you're interested and the juice that fueled today's episode. And I will talk more with you next week. Please follow me on social media if you want to be in the loop with like some really great things that I'm creating. Um, I'm talking all about my parasite and detox journey that I'm about to embark on and all the steps that I take to detox. So that is what's current for me. And if that excites you, then you need to be on the IG stories. All right, until next time, I will talk to you later. Bye.